take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit where we kind of have a show again. Is What was that sound? I think everything's fine. Yeah, okay. Everything's fine. Okay, good. All right. Well, <laughs> we almost have a show again. Uh, we've got some communication, kind of. So, my name is Phil. With me is Sam. Oh, uh, I'm first. Hi. And Mike. Yo. No, no huh? Frank today. Mm-mm. No. He, he's been shitting himself like crazy, and we wanted to let him get over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just mountains of it. It's that trip to the I know, jungle. man. It's like this. This is what happens when you like eat, you know, undercooked meat, guys. There's, there's a reason you're not supposed to do that. Well, <sighs> I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, you, you can, t- you can tell, you can tell how interested I am in Frank's well-being by the giant yawn I just let out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're here to talk to you about metal and hardcore and shit. Fthepit.com, Patreon.com/slash from the pit. Mike. Yo. All right. So tonight, I would like to start us off with a throwback. This is a band that is dropped something that's slid by me just a little bit, but we brought them in way back in 2016. So this is going to be the newest from Wastewalker off of Lowborn. We're going to listen to a little bit of uh, Vengeance of the Lowborn.
Deathcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of hits that like nice little pocket of like tech melodic tech death, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they like Halloween. I can tell. <laughs> I dig it. Which I is mean, not which which is not a bad thing. Halloween are great, but yeah, I can see where Phil's kind of kind of coming from here. Yeah, it's got, it's got the yeah. It's a very strange uh, mix of elements there. <clears throat> Yeah. What are you going to say, Mike? I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. I mean, um, I guess it kind of reminds me, I guess, the most offhand of, like, Black Dahlia murder or something like that. Especially modern yeah. Black Dahlia. But <clears throat> um, I really dig it. I like techy stuff like that, and uh, I'm happy to see them dropping something, even though it's been, you know, a while. It's got a little bit of a chaotic vibe to it. Not... Not over, not overtly so, but it's kind of an under, it's kind of an undercurrent. A little bit, there. there's a little bit. There's, there's, there's like, there, there, yeah, there's little like uh, glimmers I, here and there. There's, I feel like there's a little bit of the devil may care attitude um, towards some of these guitar lines, uh, which I mean, this, this is not a style that I normally find myself li- uh, listening to, but I can respect the. Uh, the sort of like the slight reckless whenever I hear like the slight reckless abandon and hear it done well in uh, guitar playing, I always find myself at least respecting it, even if I don't particularly enjoy it. Fair enough. Well, if you would like to check this out, you can go on, get on over to wastewalker.bandcamp.com. Uh, that was released May 5th of this year, and they are from California. Now, this next one, I'm really fingers crossed. This one's a call out to Sammy. We're going to listen to a bit of Death Carrier off of Necrotic Versus. And we're going to well, listen. Well, I mean, well, I mean it's they're they're Greek. So that's that's like point number 1 right there. In my opinion, I'm uh, maybe the most pumped on this one this week, but uh Tom, go ahead. <laughs>
I kind of fall in love with it more and more every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that <clears throat> that's 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 a solid uh, that's a solid throwout, Mikey. I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed. Hell yeah! Man. I mean, it's like, yeah this this is this is definitely some solid death thrash. And what I find really interesting, uh, I kind of saw about it in their blurb, and I looked it up. This band has been around since 1987. Holy shit! Jesus, really? yeah, dude, they've been going since the year before I was born. <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I mean, yeah, I mean, this, I would say this, this doesn't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it over like you know, massacre or, you know, uh, yeah. but yeah, I think I'm, I, <clears throat> I think I might have to take a trip back through this band's discography because I'm looking at it right now and it is, um, yeah. There, there's actually a lot to work with here. There's two full lengths. Holy fuck! Huh. Like, wow. I did not, I did not expect this band to be, you know, that to have like that much of a legacy. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, that's wild. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, and this is a recent release, June, fi- uh, June fifth this year. Um, yeah, that was barely over a month ago. Wow. I mean, I agree. Not so much invent- <clears throat> reinventing the wheel, but it just, man, putting those spices together the right way. Um, really dig it. So, God, dude, their first their first album came out in 1992. <laughs> Jesus. Holy so wait, shit, is that man. you said two full lengths? Like so what, this one and that <clears throat> one? Before before this one. Okay. Uh, one in 1992 and one in 2013. God damn. Hmm. Really putting the time in between them. Jesus. <laughs> One, 21 year gap, my man. <laughs> well, now that you know, get on over to deathcarriergrease.bandcamp.com and dig on back through that. Um, that track <clears throat> was Morsamon Imar. And uh, yeah, like I said, June 5th. Yeah, I'm going to. And I'll, like I said before the track started, like the fact that this is a Greek band is part of what interests me because I, I have kind of a. Kind of, kind of a small hidden, not so hidden love for like Greek black metal and Greek death metal. I just don't hear <clears throat> enough of it. I mean, you know, there's always like the the stalwarts, like you know, Rotting Christ and Verathrin and all that. And mm-hmm. you dig a little deeper, and you find like Temple of the Moon and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always on the lookout for cool for cool Greek bands that I haven't heard. So yeah, good bring in. I'm gonna have to go back and dig through this a little bit. Maybe if I like their debut album enough, I'll feature it on from the crypt or patreon.com patreon.com slash from the pit very nice there you go yep <clears throat> see i snuck that in there <laughs> so all right that's me what you got for us man tom What's the 
it's so funny where hardcore is now where it's like on the face of it that was a lot of simple stuff all kind of like weaved together very sloppily but at the same time it wasn't it was so much more complicated than if you were to go back and listen to like a black flag song or something yeah you know what i'm trying to say yeah, like that's true it is moving forward but it still has so many like nice nostalgic like hallmarks there's yeah it's i mean my I, my favorite <clears throat> shit still has a touch of fucking punk rock yeah i th- i think my i think where i am with hardcore now is i really just want two things out of hardcore at this point I either want you to sound like the Cro-Mags or Cold as Life, but with twists. That's that's what I want. That's all I want now. I hear that, but I'm with Phil. I love that like little punk flourish you still can get in it's some gotta, of the hardcore it, bands. It's got to have it. Mm-hmm. It's it's got to give like Phil has told me before. It's got to have that kind of Doc Martin feel to it. Yeah, grimy like that little bass slowdown, that little like creep. Like that's great. Yeah, this is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, that was the track 1824 off of the album Irish Sun by Frame of Mind from the UK. Which I feel cheated because it's called 1824, but it's only two minutes and 20 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you can stretch that one out to 18 minutes. Yeah, well, you know what? I feel like I was cheated out of 16 minutes of music, and I just, like, I'm glad that, like, I haven't dropped the full price because I feel like I've been cheated. (laughs) I am obviously joking in case anyone is, like, not quite catching on. Well, if you would like to hear the rest of that, head over to qualitycontrolhq.bandcamp.com. Very nice. Good name. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I I just needed some hardcore this week. Tom? did learn how to two-step correctly i always tripped around <laughs> you just gotta kind of do it until you fall into the rhythm much. <laughs> yeah i uh I, i'm i'm wondering what my record is at this point for quickest wish list uh i think i made it 10 seconds into that before i was sold 
it's a, it's a good one. It is. I... <laughs> also, I much like the the dudes from Reaper. I too am sick of love. <laughs> it's uh, it's just one of those fucking high energy albums. Uh, I needed that shit. But uh, yeah, that was uh, the band Reaper. That was their track "Sick of Love" off of the Pink EP, uh, and they are out of the UK as well. You can head over to reaperhc.bandcamp.com. Mm, I think I might have to do that. Uh, I guess it's my turn, huh? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, uh, of course it is. Uh, guys, it's it's such a bizarre transition going back into the show because it's been like two weeks now, and I've. I shit you not, for the last day and a half, I've just been listening to nothing but Ramstein and that fucking goofy jazz outro from The Evil Dead. That's that's it. <laughs> it's it's those two. I've just been alternating between those two things for the past day and a half. Don't don't ask me why. It's, uh, I'm so confused. I, 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 I don't care. That's that's all I've wanted to hear for the past day and a half. And that's all I'm going to keep listening to after we're done. It's just. Yeah, I'm just gonna go listen to the fucking Volker Ball live album, and that's it. But I did, I did actually have some stuff up from last week that I kept up, and I'm I'm actually really really stoked on both of these bands because, uh, oh man, like they're they're both. <clears throat> I would I don't know if both of them will make my top ten. I I think one of them might. I won't say which, but I think both of them are at the very least contenders. So. Tom, I'm just going to ask you to roll right into the first one. sheet to that one yeah um don't look it up at work <laughs> i didn't think so this one particularity no. i'm curious about <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's 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 some for 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 those of you out there with more sensitive dispositions it, it will upset you greatly <laughs> uh especially for those of you on the religious bent uh, you're not gonna want to check that out yeah this is uh I brought this in for two reasons. One, because it fucking rips. And second, because I got into it in a really 
shitty group on face a really shitty metal group on facebook that i just like to fuck with people in and some fucking black metal nerd we're talking like a straight up black metal nerd like dude dude wears like a satanic war master long sleeve he probably <laughs> paid like a hundred bucks for he tried to tell you he's like man fuck imperial fuck like fuck imperial savagery they don't have any riffs i'm like you're a fucking satanic war master fan, dude. You're really gonna sit. You're really gonna sit here and talk to me about bands not having ribs? Okay, but yeah, name drop by the way. Imperial savagery, lashing the feral swine. That track was called "Appalled and Disgraced Ruin." Uh, definitely one of the better, really, really aggressive death metal releases that I've heard this year. Um, oh man, I uh, I gotta buy it. I gotta buy this as soon as I can. Uh, so man, like fucking horror pain gore death despite the fact that they send me more shit via email than fucking best buy and best buy <laughs> used to send me a whole lot of shit and i fucking hate them for it you know what though i can't be completely mad at the hpgd guys because they do put out some really good shit they really do so head over to hg hpgd.bandcamp.com Look up Imperial Savagery's Lashing the Feral Swine album. It's good. Again, that track was called Appalled and Disgraced Ruin. The whole album's pretty sick. Uh, they got CDs. They got a t-shirt. Actually, they have a CD and t-shirt bundle that I might buy because it's only like $23. Go check it out. This is, you know, this, I, I don't think I like it quite as much as the new Perdition Temple, but I do think it's a solid slab of like really, really aggressive, fast-paced, non- non-catchy death metal which is something i've kind of been in the mood for i've been on a big angel corpse kick i don't know if i told you guys that i think it, i think it was hearing the new perdition temple that kind of got me onto that but yeah man go go peep this it's it's good violent it's good violent fun you'll like it so i got another one i got another one that i'm also pretty excited about so uh yeah this 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 is going to be a bit of a different bring in for me i haven't really listened to anything like this recently not because i'm avoiding this style but because i just haven't really gone out of my way to look for any of it i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce you to a band called acerus that friend of mine julius uh turned me on to thank you man if you're listening so i think the thing that really got me to really convinced me to check this band out is the fact that it features daniel corchado from one of my favorite like obscure death metal bands that no one else has heard of called the chasm and the chasm are an incredible band who have never released anything remotely bad in their like 20 30 plus year career and hearing that he was in this was like oh okay well this can't be all bad turns out none of it's bad it's all fucking great so tom why don't you just roll this
not mad at any of that. Mm-mm. Man, this God, this is why I really fucking wish Frank were here. Yeah, because, like I, I know if he heard, if he could hear this, he would stop shitting and start coming. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, it's it's Daniel Corchado from the Chasm. What fucking more do you want? It's it's traditional heavy metal with more teeth way more teeth than a lot of traditional heavy metal and a lot of that stuff has teeth to it but yeah um this band is this band has been going for a while they've got several albums belt i haven't checked them all out yet i'm gonna have to this is too good for me to fucking ignore i get the feeling that in the next few months i'm gonna become an acerus fan at least i hope i'm pronouncing that right i really fucking am uh this album just came out on may 15th not 5th 15th it's called the tertiary right that song was called the immersion track three off of that album yeah i mean if you want if you just want that fucking old school heavy metal stomp that gets your blood flowing makes you want to drink makes you want to you know i don't know just punch a wimp in the face at the bar knock him off his stool because he's in your way this is the kind of stuff this is the kind of stuff to do that to i realize i got a little too uh descriptive with that uh yeah go over to uh Oh, I'm going to have to spell this Luxin Framundis, uh, L-U-X-I-N-F-R-A-M-U-N-D-I-S productions.bandcamp.com and look them up. Uh, uh, Nice. I couldn't quite get one up. Um, (laughs) Acerus, by the way, is spelled A-C-E-R-U-S, Acerus. And the album is called The Tertiary, right? It just came out a couple months ago. It's fantastic. It's fucking good good old school old style heavy metal without just being complete fucking worship there's some actual style to it they actually have their own sound which is always nice to hear frank if you're listening <clears throat> you really got to listen to this man it's really fucking good <laughs> it's, it's right up, it's right up your alley my man and that's all i got that's all i got for you today <laughs> just full rick <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, except I probably have a little more of my liver left. There. All right. Not much. Not much, but a little. Well, speaking of, that'll bring us to a segment. What kind of segment? Oh, uh, some might say the most important segment. It's the, it's the bur- bruise. God fucking damn it. It's beer time, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's die. right. You... You motherfuckers forgot about that bit before I did. No, I I didn't. I was trying to let it die. (laughs) You know, you you, you pick and choose. You pick and choose. We did a lot. It'll never. It'll never die. But uh, yeah, it's it's my week, uh, which works out anyway. There's no fucking Frank, Tom. Nobody's left. 
it's uh it's one of my favorite albums i've been waiting a long time to uh to get this one on we're uh we're hitting more of an upbeat note this week on the bruise kind of kind of uh, okay kind of like sonically i feel a little more upbeat not quite not quite the uh the brutal standard that's implied in the name of the segment no that's fair but uh, that was the track Circles off of Dag Nasty's 1986 release, Can I Say. 1986? 1986. They've been around that fucking long? Yes, sir. Holy Rick. shit, I'm out of the fucking huh. loop. Uh, so that would be the original lineup uh, featuring Dave Smalley on vocals, Brian Baker of Minor Threat on guitar, um... Colin Sears, who ended up in the first iteration of Fugazi, oh. produced by Ian McKay or McKay. I was going to say, man, that sounded way beyond '86. I think it's McKay. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he pronounces it McKay, uh, but he's also a douche, so he does. <laughs> well, he does everything you know to piss people off. Well, you know what? There was there was a period of time where Billy Corgan was asking people to refer is William Corgan and every single person <laughs> is like okay Billy shut up William Corgan Billy Corgi but shut uh, the fuck shut the fuck up Billy <laughs> this was uh this is early on into heavily introducing melody uh into hardcore um in a in a heavy heavy way um and also getting a little bit uh a little bit darker with it I mean, yeah, you had shit like, I mean, I just brought in fucking Black Flag's Nervous Breakdown, which obviously has, uh, you know, it, it's leaning into the negative, but not in quite the same way. Um, I feel like this, I feel like this is something I could throw on with like this. This really is not I, I want to emphasize that this really is not dig at this band or any of their fans in any way. I feel like this is something I could throw on with like my pop punk loving friends mm-hmm. and yes. we could we, we could both like dig it because I mean I enjoy this a lot. I mean I've Dag Nasty are one of those bands that you and a bunch of other people have been telling me about for years but I've never actually listened to them because you know again they fall through the cracks just like 90% of the shit people recommend to me. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and even in that realm, I mean if you're if you're heavy into it like of course you're gonna know them but that like they they were a heavy influence um on on a lot of those fucking bands uh so it's yeah it's, it's pretty wild uh and 1986 again like this is just after the first wave of hardcore yeah i kind of yeah, can't this, believe it this is bizarre man like i i could absolutely imagine this like if this had come out in like 96. I don't know, like, like, not, not even that early. Like, if this had come out in like 1990, I feel like this would have been like, damn, this would have been huge. Well, I almost so now that we're talking about it, I almost feel like I get the, I get the inclination that people used to, com- like, compare, uh, like Blink 182 to like Dag Nasty ripoff. Well, it's, I feel like this, this is one of those bands that it's one of those example of like your favorite band's favorite band. Like I think if, yeah, maybe that's what I, it I think, is though. I think if fans like I think if if the fans of a lot of like nineties uh melodic like nineties and two thousands like melodic hardcore and like pop punk bands asked like their favorite bands in that style, like what are your favorite bands? I feel like a lot of them would probably say Dagnast. Oh, dude. Well, I mean you look at like a lot of those guys, even 
even the ones I'm not a fan of, like Blink-182, what's-his-face, the fucking drummer had fucking Dagnasty um, and Descendants tattoos. It is, okay, so it's um, tattoos. All right, Tra- so Tra- Travis Parker. Travis. Yes. Travis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So Seems there's... like a cool dude, even though I hate all of his music. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't even like Blink-182 when I was a kid. And nah. I grew up, dude, I was a kid when they were huge. I did. Yeah. I did. There are only so many times I can hear, it's like, oh, fuck a dog in the ass. I'm like, it stops uh, being funny, like, after uh, the second does it, time it, though? It does, it does, you're right. You know what, my wife just got it on vinyl and played the fucking live show, <laughs> like, two weeks ago, and I'm like, I kind of, uh, I kind of want that's, myself. Like, uh, see, now, see, now I feel bad, I, now I feel bad because... Like I, I love your wife as a person. She's Me wonderful. Too. I, don't, I don't want her to think. I don't want her to think that I'm shitting on her in any way. Please, if you hear no, this, I'm not. That's to, why I'm not I, trying to be I, a dick to you. That's why I let her play that vinyl. I didn't say a word about it, but inside I was like, man, I've heard this a million times. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> well, you know what, Mike? Mike, you can sleep well at night knowing that you are a good man and a good husband. Thank you. Well, and that's. <laughs> I mean, that's the the difference too between a lot of these bands and that era where like there's less novelty here um that's why it holds up and blink 182 doesn't unless you were just a diehard fan they i hate to say it but they had an expiration date and they long long passed it it's a shame i used to love them but there's at this point only a handful of songs i can even really tolerate and you you loved it at the right age though yeah totally yeah I mean, at the same time, though, it's like I feel like even I can't really talk much shit because even on a on a recent episode of uh, Side Stage, I brought in I brought in an early Green Day song Mm -hmm. and that band expired after 1997. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and I, I know everyone's going to be like, what about American Idiot? The album sucks. No, no one. Who, I hope no one who's going to listen to this show is oh, going to say that. Uh, dude, I wasn't old like, enough at the time to again, know how bad like, Warning dude, was. Oh, dude, to this day, like I, I adore with every fiber of my being those those old Green Day albums. But God damn, like basically Warning Onwards, just it's trash fucking trash but we're, we're getting a little too off track um yes. although i'm willing to bet green day probably really liked dag nasty back in the day too more than likely uh, I, I, I think the, i think it's i think it's overwhelmingly uh, likely oddly enough they've been uh they've been aggressively defensive about shit like that when like people accuse them of just being an all ripoff they were like we didn't even listen to all i don't even know who all is and it's like okay dude calm down <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like, like it's like the dude from Coheed and Cambria being like, I never even heard Rush growing up. Like, shut the fuck. Where did you live? Of course you heard Rush. Shut the fuck up, dude. motherfucker. It, don't don't sit here and tre- don't sit here and pretend like you never heard yeah, Limelight he, and thought I want to do that. Yo, you should be proud of the comparison. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, being compared to fucking Rush. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, but uh, anyway, getting back to it, uh, I needed yeah. a beer for this, and. I kind of struggled. Like, yeah, I feel like this has to be something like fun and drinkable mm-hmm. to go with this. Well, maybe. that was that was the interesting thing because uh, I mean I, I wanted something still a little a little dark, you know, because um, there is something very melancholy to a lot of their music, even though it's you know more up tempo. Um, but I wanted it to be something a little sweeter because it's. It's sort of that it, it was really introducing uh, a totally new element to hardcore that you really didn't get much of previously. Uh, what I ended up settling on 
was a uh, oh god, what's the other brewery? Oh fuck me. <laughs> ah, okay. It's a collab between Cape May Brewing and Night Shift Brewing called Brewberry. And it is an imperial stout with blueberry and coffee. Huh. <clears throat> blueberry and coffee. I don't yes. I would I would venture to say it doesn't hit that way. Well that's that's the uh the really interesting thing. I I've been sipping on this the entire show and yep. uh what really struck me is, you know, eventually, like, you, you sort of start to separate out the, the different flavors. Yep. And the bitterness uh, is coming solely from the coffee. I'm kind of figuring that. Yeah. The blueberry sits in there, though. Well, that's, that's uh, you know, it's like a, there's, you can get coffee that has blueberry-like flavors just because of where it's grown. Sure. Or you can get coffee that they dumped a bunch of weird blueberry syrup shit on to make it taste like blueberry. And this is sort of the uh, the former of yeah. the two. Um, <laughs> yes, it was correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of exactly what I wanted. I mean, there's definitely a, there's definitely a richness to it from the stout. Um, and the, the blueberry flavor does sweeten it a little bit, but there's still that... There's definitely that sort of tang. There's a uh, there's a bitterness from the black coffee. Yeah, definitely. I'm just it's... I'm still kind of trying to imagine in my head, which is difficult because it doesn't thoughts don't translate to taste buds. I don't know if anyone knows that. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to imagine how those two flavors would. Meld. The way I would say it to somebody is it's, that it's, it's like a coffee. very very interesting to me. I can't quite, I can't quite imagine how that would taste. It's like a tart coffee goes. Kind of, yeah. It, it doesn't have quite the same finish. Uh, there's definitely, there's definitely a tartness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say the Would you say the uh, the tartness comes last or yes? What 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 ling? So what lingers the most to you? Once it all kind of settles, um, like it's a, really, like yeah. A, it's like a red fruit tang. A little bit. I, I still get a bit of that coffee richness coffee, from it. coffee yeah. richness. It's, it's, it's thicker yeah. than a goes would be. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's still definitely a stout. <laughs> all right. That's interesting. But, uh, it's good. It's, it's drinkable. That's kind of what I wanted was something that took something that I was uh, very familiar with and introduced very different elements to a point where it's I really can't say I've had another Imperial Stout quite like it. Me neither. And I, I really think that's what Dag Nasty was <laughs> at the time. There's, It's still definitely hardcore. Uh, there's no question. you know. And that was one of the more melodic tracks on the album. Um, I just felt like I had to bring that one in. It was a struggle, man. I listened to that whole album like four fucking times before I picked a song. Um, Isn't it hard, though, to try and distill down everything you're trying to say into, like, a minute and a half? It's a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Now now you know how I felt when I brought in the fucking carnivore self-titled. I ever tell you how fucking fucking long it took to pick a song? It was, like, two days. That's the the primary reason there are so many albums I'm sitting on, because I just... There are things I have planned, and I'm just like I don't know what to fucking I I can't do this yet. I don't I don't know what the right thing is. Not ready. 
Uh, yeah, for yeah, for me, it's it's really just the fact that I can't afford to constantly be buying beer. <laughs> I, I have nothing. <laughs> I, I have enough expensive hobbies as it is, man. I can't pile buying shitloads of beer I on top you, of dude. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Luckily, my skateboard's good until it breaks. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Luckily, but yeah. Uh, if you if you haven't done it already, definitely go out uh, and find yourself a copy, or at the very least, hop on YouTube and check out Dag Nasty's "Can I Say." Uh, it's a it's a fucking hardcore classic. It's really a, a must know. Um, All right. If you if you want to talk hardcore history uh massive i was blessed enough to see them open for the descendants and uh subhumans which was incredible um subhumans there's a fucking name i haven't heard in a while uh (laughs) uh-huh out outside across the beach in asbury park i fucking amazing i only I remember them not for their music, but because I used to know this fucking crust girl in high school who I'm pretty sure wore the exact same subhuman shirt <laughs> to this shitty drama class I was in every single fucking day. <laughs> so and it, smelly. Oh god, I'm, I vaguely recall that it that she smelled like a dumpster. Which I'm pretty sure is where she lived. I don't even remember her name, but she was really weird. And just yeah, she wore the same fucking. It was the rat shirt. If anyone has seen that before, mm-hmm. she just wore that every like. I swear to God, she wore it every single day. Ah oh, man, well. <laughs> personal anecdote. I love it. But uh, yeah, so go listen to Dag Nasty's. Can I say? Uh, right. And grab yourself a four pack of the Brewberry if you can find it. It's a fun yeah. one. Hell yeah! It just makes me think of Booberry from fucking Count Chocula. I felt so bad for my family this weekend for Fourth of July. I went over there and they were so excited to have bought a beer other than Heineken, other than your your standard lager. They're like, oh, we got one of those. Uh, what do you call it? Craft beers. And I was like, all right, cool. Cool, sweet. What did you get? We got something that's not piss water? <laughs> that my thought process. <laughs> right, because normally, you know, whatever. So they go, they get it out. It's a, She's like, oh, it had a werewolf on it. We picked it by the label. I'm like, oh, good. Great. <laughs> Great. So it was like a, a fucking double IPA. And I'm like, God oh, damn it. Oh, the only man. thing I don't really care for. Yeah. I'm just so done with IPAs at the moment. God, you like, like, I'm. I'm I'm picky enough on IPAs as it is, but if you hand me a fucking like you hand me a double IPA, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna leave this party and just go to the bar down the street. You know how many times I see mosaic hops on a fucking label? It's like, listen, man, like you know, I drink fucking everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's I just uh, I I love all of it. IPAs heavily included. However, during this fucking quarantine, all of the fucking variety cases, especially now, are just, you know, uh, they're all fucking hoppy IPA yeah. cases. And I'm like, yo, I love these beers, but, like, I've been drinking them for fucking two months. Uh, <laughs> well, please no, I stop. Swear to, I swear to fucking Christ, they destroy your taste buds yeah. after a while. I'm convinced that hops destroy your taste buds eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Mine oh, seem to be dude. doing just fine. Uh, well, you know what, man? 
<laughs> Maybe I, I just come from weaker taste bud stock than you do. But goddamn, man, it, it gets to the point where it really does kind of taste like I'm drinking soap after a while. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciated their efforts, but uh, I yeah. waited for Matt to get over. Sam, are you are you uh, are you one of those people who doesn't like cilantro? Are you fucking kidding, dude? Like every time I make spaghetti bolognese, I put in an entire bundle of cilantro. Yeah, I oh, think okay. He's a cilantro. Mark. No, you just you you mentioned uh, you mentioned it tasting soap. soapy, and that's a lot of people who who taste uh, th- like they they taste like a specific soapy element to cilantro. There's I wasn't certain, sure if you then, had maybe the same. There's certain no, vanilla. See, ex- here's the thing. I grew up in. I again, I grew up in Central California. Yeah. Like, like Mexican cooking was something that I grew up around and that's true my my whole life like cilantro cilantro has always been something that like if i'm cooking with it i'll occasionally just like pluck a leaf off of it and just kind of chew on it for a while right on cilantro it's like whenever i see people like not is like i want the tacos but leave the cilantro off get out of this restaurant (laughs) that ain't a taco but we've also lost the entire audience by now this is the freshest flavor but okay let's move on i'm in a weird place right now man i have more energy like i want to talk more it's weird i get it we got some things to talk about you want to move on to uh we do the bits all right well first up from black ruse entertainment we're gonna look at mr kill off of annihilation (laughs) this is the (laughs) this is the coolest name we've ever brought into the show ever uh Tom, why don't you play a bit of that for us? Some, there were some riffs that caught me off guard that I kind of liked. Uh, yeah, overall, I'm not mad at it. No, 
Sorry, I still can't get over the fucking thing. <laughs> it's a I'm good never one. get. I'm never gonna be able to get over it. I'm sorry. I I, I just can't. Yeah, I, it, it makes me immediately think they're probably pretty fun dudes. Probably. I, I, imag- I imagine they're fun dudes to to drink with. Pro- I don't certain. imagine they can be this edgy in real life. So I think so. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the overwhelming majority of bands with names like that aren't. <laughs> unless it, um, unless it's like 2007 and you're 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 trying to scare your overly religious parents or your five finger wife punch <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah I, I, no I, one before you didn't no, no. He's, he's right he's right he's right he's right <laughs> 2005 <laughs> all right we got another one from uh, black ruse uh but uh, more from Gilead Media. Oh <laughs> We're going to check out Inexorum, and that's going to be off Moonlit Navigation, Tom. Let's, let's play that. That's fun. It okay, okay. So, I mean, I was on board from the start because the cover reminds me of a latter day Bathory album cover. So, <laughs> I mean, it's comes with a few. I don't a few caveats. Yeah. Now, this first track is um, from what I got a chance to preview the the most energy we're gonna get on this. Uh, I could be wrong because I only previewed you know odds and end tracks, but um, it gets yeah, very it gets very melodic. It gets very a mid-tempo it's still good but there's um there there's a bit of like there's a little bit of like early in flames here mm-hmm. there's little 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 jester race little little horacle i hear it yeah and uh i'm i'm good with all of that it's uh it still breaks my heart to hear what in flames has become <laughs> oh, god <laughs> Some people like to say, like, oh, Clayman was their last good one. I'm like, I don't even think that album was that good. Eh, there were a couple okay tracks. My God, I didn't like a single one. I got yeah, really bored. It's, yeah, it's not <laughs> It's not amazing. Oh, Horacle is so good, though. Oh. Well, anyway. If 
you're if you're if you you know you're digging on that or you generally like me- mellow death, you can get on over to gileadmedia.bandcamp.com to check that out. That was released June 26th, and they are from Wisconsin. Speaking of that, I have a God, I have a I have a mellow death album that I've been like obsessed with. Like I've been reminded of it the past couple of weeks, and I've been listening to it nonstop. And I need to find a bruise for it because I feel like it's too good to just avoid completely on this show. <clears throat> do, do it, do it up, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever brought in a mellow death band for bruise before, so I'm gonna have to change that. What's next? Next up, so this next one, uh, American Standards. This is gonna be a Phantom Limb. It's a single. Uh, now I'm 99% sure we brought this band in. I did not find them on our archive. Um, and that could be t- one of two reasons. Uh, maybe I didn't bring them in because their previous material left me a little bit wanting. Or yeah. we just misarchived it, and I'm not sure. But <clears throat> this single, the single's turning things around in my interest. So let's listen to a couple minutes of that. Comeback kid with fucking clean hooks. So I was thinking like um, Deftones or almost like Glassjaw. <laughs> I definitely yeah. with the with the cleans. Yeah, but uh, mixing hum- it with like Architects or something generally heavier. Yeah, I, I mean the the vocal delivery on the screams uh, reminds me specifically of actually uh, later comeback kid. Like yeah, Die knowing. Yes, uh, where it's got that sort of fucking. It's got that sort of swagger in the in the way he swings and the, a little uh, more sustain. He holds it a little longer. Yeah, sometimes. Hmm. Um, so it's fucking sweet. Like I'd like to see them really <laughs> experiment in this some more. I'd like to see this turn into an album, and then I'd be all in. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, 
You sure you're not just misremembering, like, low standards? Because they do the same thing where they... I, like, specifically remember covers. So, Hmm. again, I might have just been, like, not bringing them in for a while because, like, nothing really landed with me. Um, But couldn't not bring this in, and I didn't want to double bring it in in the beginning. So don't you hate don't you don't you hate that though when you find a band and you, you just keep thinking to yourself like I should I feel like I should like this I feel like it catch with me but it just you know half, doesn't quite do it half right. the time it's not even that a lot of the time like for me I'll be like yeah I like this but it's just not like if I'm gonna bring it on the show I feel like there needs to be a good clip or a, like but, a, because there's so many fucking bands that I've got to be selective. Yes. But like the, I oh. have probably about fucking forty or fifty bands that I'm 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 just watching and I'm waiting for that release where I'm like that's it, precisely. Yeah. Oh, dude, look, dude, like I know how you feel. I mean, people, it's gotten to the point where like people I know, and even people that I only like sort of know will send me bands for this show, and like I will get recommendations from like Bandcamp or like labels that I kind of follow. And I'll, I'll, I'll say, to, to be generous, I consider maybe 10% of them for the show. And of those 10%, I would say about all, fewer than half of them actually make it. Mm. Like, it's like the, the one thing that's kind of fucking me with this show is that as I go on, it's getting like harder and harder for like stuff people send me to meet the criteria because <laughs> i ref- i refuse utterly to bring anything to this show that i don't think is really truly worthwhile that's fair i mean i guess my criterion are slightly loose in a sense that it's like if i think this deserves in any form or fashion like notori- like acknowledgement i'll bring it on yeah. yeah see for for me man it's the other way around like my standards have kind of just been getting tighter and tighter over the past few years it, it's it's always for me just a matter of like yo i want to bring this on but there's also this and i've got to do that so yeah you know <laughs> it uh, that's what that's what sucks even worse is when you're trying to decide between a couple couple of bands like i've already got two but there's like two more that i want to bring on and ah, i gotta ah, kick you one just off. stack them for the next week so we were just Fair. we were just mentioning as we like to sometimes follow bands, sometimes we'll bring them on, but no matter what, we're always trying to keep an eye on as much as we can, which is difficult. It it is, and hence the reason we I slipped on this one as well. But uh, we brought these guys back on, and I would I would guess either 2017 or 2018. Now God they go. Damn. I know, right? They go by the name of 156 slash Silence. I'd imagine because they're trying to differentiate their name. So they're using an area code or something, whatever it is. They put a, like a four or five track out years ago. And there's been, from what I understand, pretty much radio silence. Now they just put this full length out. And being from Pittsburgh, I can only imagine they're getting some, some like pseudo inspiration from like Code Orange. But I'm blown away by this, this release so far. So, so let's listen. Would you say they put out an EP and then went one, five, six silent? They did. They, they did. They did, but then they broke the silence, <laughs> and we're going to listen to the entirety of God's Departure. Why? Because I'm a dying, why? I'm 
this is the the point where I uh, I think it's official that there's like there's a different genre. Vein core. I uh, well, I mean, yeah, between vein, code orange, like this isn't really chaotic hardcore anymore. It's it's really kind of becoming its own thing. There's so it's, much new metal nuance in there that it, I don't hate. It brings it in yeah, well, it makes it a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. Uh Whew. you know, it's it's a little less concerned with flourishes and more about bringing like sort of a, a beat down feel like <laughs> oh, so this good. is this is shit you can still get fucking violent to yes um you know you know what i would honestly say check bet like it, i i'd be like this like i've said many times before this is not a style i'm particularly interested in but i would be curious to hear how this sound that this band is going for has developed after like another two or three releases it would it would be interest to, it would be interesting to me sonically to see where this band ends up kind of where they a land. couple like EPs or albums yeah down you the can kind of tell like um, listening through this they like the step forward is massive but it still feels like vain in a sense where they're kind of like fleshing this genre out yeah well that's yeah I mean I I think uh, I think vain really hit their fucking flow with uh, Arizona mm-hmm. and. Um, Oh my god, why am I blanking on that other band? Code Orange? Not Code Orange. Holy shit. Knocked Loose. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah another yeah. one in this vein where, like, yeah, they they kind of started to hit their stride, and we're seeing the development of, like, um, of just different, different approaches to this and different bands kind of coming out with their different style of it, but all kind of falling under that umbrella. Well, get out to uh, 156silence.bandcamp.com and check this out. This is absolutely on my radar for top tens. Uh, everything, Every track I've heard so far off of it, which is at least six, have been absolute fucking fire. So uh, check it out. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, they're from Pittsburgh, like I said, and June 5th. Sweet. Hell yeah. Well, that'll about do it for us here on From the Pit. Uh, yeah, remember- I'm, I'm- I'm going to go make dinner and listen to more Ram stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish that album and probably buy it. Yeah, that's uh, that's up there as well. Uh, remember, you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs. You will find links to all of our social media. Come yell at us for our shitty opinions. I don't care. Um, Transmitting yeah. live I mean, I, from Tom's I mean, Masturbatorium. I, I mean, I already know that my opinions are shitty. You don't have to fucking remind <laughs> me. Feel free. Uh, and, while you, and while you're at it, and while you're at it, go donate to the Patreon so you can go hear more of my shitty opinions too. That's right. You can do that over at Patreon.com/slash From the Pit. Uh, five bucks, five bucks a month. We'll get you four bonus episodes. Four bonus episodes. Mm. Uh, more of which we need to record yes. soon. Yes, we do. Um, we really do if you're listening on itunes please rate and review as you may have heard last week anchor screwed us and it's painful Back still to zero uh yeah. yeah we're we're fucking we're fucking rinsed clean man mm-hmm. they fucked us uh yep. stupid douchebags seriously so uh again fuck anchor if you're listening anywhere download 
download, 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 and download some more. Uh, download as many copies as you can from as many different IP addresses as you can. Fire up the VPN. I know you're yeah. paying for one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit. I I hear I hear NordVPN is supposed to be really good. You have no excuse. <laughs> yeah. I'm if just you, I'm just uh, making suggestions, okay? If you open your Hello Fresh for the yeah. sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? At this point, I'm, you know what? At this point I'm okay with it. Brought to you by Spite, Tom's Masturbatorium. <laughs> it really is just I mean, dear God, he, there's so much fucking hentai on those screens all the time. <laughs> Soaked. Three of them. It, three yeah. of them. And he's fucking filming himself for his OnlyFans. He's got a fucking camera up there. Gotta pay the bill somehow. <laughs> Italian submarines. Yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Tom the Pit. Tom the Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh (laughs) tune in because next fucking week we hit episode 200 oh yeah i'm so behind on all my responsibilities (laughs) 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 all right Uh, hopefully our equipment holds up and we can finally 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 get the interview that i've been dying to do all fucking summer yeah that really has been been like three months endlessly fucked uh, and I feel so bad, and Homeboy's been so unbelievably pleasant. Yeah. Uh, but stay tuned, because yep. it's a big one. Uh, that'll about do it for us. Well, you can what is you can unzip your pants and keep your arms inside of them and uh good, good night ladies 